We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, everybody? And welcome into the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual, joined by none other than Tyler Hurwind Whitney with a beautiful shirt on, man. Really, it was very much worth uh, us having to wait a little bit to start the podcast uh, for you to put that shirt on. So thanks, man. Uh, Agro, can you leak what shirt he was wearing before? I can. It was a very nice looking gray Under Armour T-shirt that was very, very nice. Why'd you have to change, T? What? You guys are ruining my podcast experience. Okay, guys? <laughs> It was a great shirt. I don't know why you changed. But this is a good shirt, too. I don't know. It's a little bit of a different color, you know, rocking the United. I got respect for it. So I guess I can't uh, I guess I can't talk too much. I didn't have time to fix my headset hair, though. So you can only get one or two shirt or headset hair. I (laughs) made my decision. You made your decision. We all have to respect that. Um, Hurry. We've been talking. We've been going roll by roll here on the podcast. It's time to talk mid lane. And uh, we figured it was it was perfect time to bring you in. Uh, in order to talk about it because you you were you were tweeting some genius stuff the other night you know if you're dumb enough to get hit by my two, you should die uh and and not just hold 1.8k on your head we're going to talk about uh how good Scylla is i think in a little bit but before we get into mid lane specific stuff we've been asking everybody about their general feelings on the season eight map uh in their limited playtime, though now that it is fully released and, and we've gotten a chance to play a lot uh we had, we know more, but yeah, Barra, give it or Barra, not you. You don't talk at all. Uh, hurry, give us your thoughts I'm on here. the Look. on the season eight map so far. Just like general thoughts, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, general thoughts. Like how how are you liking it? I think it's cool. I mean, there's a lot of like new stuff on the map, so I think that's fun. There's like anything from like the door to the scorpions to like the upgraded buffs to just the starter items. I think like everything just feels really new and fresh. So you know that's pretty much all we're looking for. I feel like at past a certain point, play the game long enough. You just want something new. Yeah. And that's what it is. And it's not like horribly broken or at least like people haven't had time to horribly break it yet. Um, <laughs> not too bad at least. So I'm sure it will happen uh, sooner rather than later. The other question we've been asking everybody is more of a global thing is about the uh, global anti-heal changes. Uh, it affects mid more than most other roles. I would say because Aphrodite, hell, those God and raw, those gods kind of dominated towards the back half of uh, of last year. How do you feel about that change in general, and how impactful do you think it's going to be on the uh, on the mid meta? Uh, well, the most impactful thing that I've noticed is that it takes up a slot on my buff bar, um, and Agreed. it hides my other buff. Sometimes <laughs> I actually don't even know, like, um, if I have like an upgraded version of red. The other day, I was like, I think I do, but I'm not sure. Yeah, a stupid anti healing like, buff. You have like nine or ten things on your on your bar and you're like why well you're buffing up so many yeah there's you're, a, <laughs> you're buffed I think, I think something needs to happen there i'll i'll be honest 
Uh, yeah, I want it gone. But in go general, I think like uh, I don't know. I think it's like been pretty good. People want to build anti heal less too, which is kind of weird because like you just see thirty percent. You didn't really want to build it before, so I think people will come around, but. It has been kind of weird because I feel like healers have still been good because people just don't want to build anti-heal like with the build path right now, at least in mid and maybe jungle too. So kind of complicated. Yeah, I uh, I just can't be asked to build any anti-heal. Um, Deso feels too good. Rod feels too good. I don't want to buy Deso for, or Divine fourth. I don't really want to buy Deso fourth either. Um, you only got five slots. And I only got five slots, so it looks like I'm not buying it. Every single game. Bear, I, I think it might be time for the Hunters to build the anti-heal. You know, like, we've been doing it for so long in mid. Um, maybe it's uh, your turn to take up the mantle? No, no, no. What do you mean, dude? I don't think so, because, you know, Toxic Blade kind of... <laughs> what do you mean? And it's movement brawlers, speed and health elf. and attack speed Wait. and flat pen. Shablonk applies brawlers on his bolos, right? Uh, I would assume not. I would assume uh, that is that does not work I, that way. I Whoa. do not know. I don't I know. I assume if you've done that before, you've been reported. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if I see a Jivalonke building Brawler's beat stick, I'm gonna have some words for for that man. Remember, you have to do damage as well for them to die. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you do. What do you mean? Okay, you just go start going crit build and go Shadow Steel Shuriken. Oh yeah. Wait, did they buff that? I think that could be okay right? actually. I think so. Yeah, it sounds like it's yeah. your job now. Yeah, no. There's something that the bowl is proc. And I'm pretty sure it's brawlers. Why would it... Does it... Does it proc like I'm like crusher? 90% sure that it like procs it on the like the... Like the, you know... The okay. Alright, let's say for the... Okay, wait, wait. We're getting too <laughs> hung up on if it does. If it does do that, it's still not good. Right? <laughs> like it's still... It's still... Let's say it does. It's just bad, right? Well, we'll see. If okay. I'm the one that's got to build the anti-heal and they have, like, a raw, like, you know, set, like, I mean, I better hope that the Bolo's <laughs> Brock. <laughs> I better hope that he's not diving by himself. But yeah, um, back to uh, mid lane, you know. Um, no, Barra, it sounds like yeah. you've got ideas to share. I mean, if you're coming I have in, a lot of ideas. If you're coming in, if you're coming in hot with Brawler's Beatstick Gibalanke, I think that, that you're in a good spot to, to lead this discussion. So, so please, mm-hmm. take it away. I could go Toxic as well. I need some attack speed because Brawlers obviously doesn't have any. Right. Um, I could slam a Dominance, you know, full AA-based, and then slam, like, an Oboe. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a Titan's Bane last. Mm-hmm. That sounds I get, good. Well, I get a lot of flat pin from Toxic and Brawlers, and I get a lot of percent pin from Dominance, Dominance. and uh, Titans, so... And then my darts would hit really hard, and I'd have a lot of... And anti-heal. your dash would slam, dude. Yeah, that thing would still hit for, like, 250, so... Do you remember when Givalanke dashed, yeah. like, one-shot people? Uh, well, okay. Those were the good old days, and then they nerfed Shablanc, and then they, like, buffed Shablanc, and he's just forever been, like, a really weird space, I think. Yeah. Maybe we should just make the dash one-shot again. T, would you play him in mid if we're, if we're dash one-shotting people? No, dude, that god is not fun. <laughs> not playing that god. <laughs> god is not fun for anybody. Wait, Let's just I keep actually, him in the back. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. well, you go. Just you live in the past, okay? You live in your nostalgia <laughs> season one, season two, boy. The rest <laughs> of us have moved Janice on. Janice okay? Wayne, what? <laughs> well, hey, okay, Janice. It feels to me like he just came out. Okay, like, uh-huh. he's yeah. he's way newer. Okay, than they made it so much easier for him to play the character. That's not my fault. You think T was Don't missing Unstable Vortexes before? I don't yeah. think so. I don't think the character has been changed for T never. at all. I've only seen Hurry hit ults. I've never seen him in a 2. Well, that's because you're dead from the ult. That's actually criminal. Exactly. You, you th- you'd think you'd wait till the end of the podcast to say something like that. <laughs> but now you've gone and said it. You said it now. And uh, it's just you just set the wrong mood for the rest of the podcast. I don't know. I'm sorry. Wait, T, you actually... I have know. one thing. I have one thing. I have one thing. <laughs> You can't take that away from a man because when a man has nothing to lose, then that's when he's <laughs> most dangerous. Okay, a caged animal is uh, is so definitely I'll just, dangerous. I'll just pretend like you didn't say that for Thank now, you. for everyone else uh, to say. Well, I'm still going to ask about it. Can you still one shot with yellow damage? You mean? Oh yeah, alt, like proc yeah. So damage? like, if they had 80 percent health and you had soul gem proc, you'd kill them. That's okay. That's fine. I was going to say it's kind of a nerf to the Hannes, like the change, because like I said, you're not missing twos. 
And now the ult only does 80% Dude, max damage, the, you know? The ult, it's 75. First of all, it's 75. And second oh, right. of all, it never did that much. And if you're, if you're ulting <laughs> across the map, you're playing the character. Like, you're just doing it for fun. Right. But, like, you never got, like, full scaling on the ult mm -hmm. hit anyway. So right. that just doesn't really matter, I don't think, what's, at all. What's the full scaling line? The you saying like how much like yeah like how it, far is that to be away? Oh, uh, uh, it's scale. it's pretty it's pretty far. I'd say it's like I could be wrong, but I think it's like red buff to red buff. Like if you that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, it's I like something to say like that far. Um, it's not like across the map actually, but it's far enough where like you're just probably pretty lucky. A distance greater than eight hundred. Oh, uh, so it's probably farther than red buff to red buff. That's probably like back camps to red buff. If I had yeah. to guess. I don't know. I'm not. Me I'm not going out there and measuring auto attack range. <laughs> if someone in chat wants to go out and auto attack their way 55 units down for 800 units, uh, that's totally fine. But you can you can do your thing. Uh, also, Archmages, uh, as someone put it in chat, Archmages and Soul Gem. Yeah, they both are separate. Yeah, Soul you're as well. You're gonna you're gonna nail it, dude. Uh, Neil says tier two to tier two is exactly 800 units. He measured it. I mean, if he measured it, then, like, obviously he did the math. So. And that's why he's the two-time world champ, man. That's How reliable are his measurements? That's well, what we have to ask. Yeah, I mean, that is a good point. But, I mean, Neil is a two-time, and he's the reigning MVP. So, I didn't measure it. Okay, great, Neil. Thanks for your contribution <laughs> to the podcast. It's really great work by you, man. Uh, anyways, let's talk mid laners. Ladies, don't trust him. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Neil anymore. Uh, Vampiric Shroud is the first new star right? And we've been kind of going... Talking about uh, starter items first, and then we'll talk about overall build path. Um, Vamp Shroud is the first one, and here's where my thoughts begin and end on Vamp Shroud. Uh, on Anubis, the character that I think Vamp Shroud would theoretically work the best on because it lets him be a little bit more aggressive with the physical prot and all that kind of stuff. Vamp Shroud has so little power that with Vamp Shroud and Tiny Trinket and Red Buff, you can't Plague of Locusts clear the archers at level one. And if I'm not clearing archers with level one as Anubis, uh, mm. why am I picking this item? How do you feel about it, T? Yeah, I told you, like, I had an experience in a ranked game where this happened, and then I was against Ven, I think, and he was playing Mannequin Scepter Soul. And I just did my thing. I moseyed up on the first wave. Right. I autoed him to group the wave. I'm doing my thing. I know how to play Anubis, okay? Mm -hmm. You're level one. Yep. I play a Locust. The <laughs> archers are all one HP. And first of all, I'm autoing the archers. I'm like, Dear God, like, please die so I can level two, so I can at least, like, slow this guy and live or something. But my attack speed is also slowed because I've got stupid mannequin scepter on me. And I died. And of course, the game was completely over beyond that. Let's not even pretend like the game is salvageable mentally or physically after that. It's not. And I learned my lesson. I will not be going that item anymore. I don't yeah. care if it has 20 prots on it because I can't, I just clear so slow. Like, mm -hmm. you know, mid, I think it's a lot of farm right now. Um, some, I would say it's comparable to, like, start of the last season. Uh, but you can't farm it efficiently without the mana sustain from conduit gem. It's kind of not comparable, and you just don't have any power comparatively. I think the upgrades are fine, but yeah, blood soaked shroud get there. and sacrificial shroud. Blood soaked shroud seems really cool because it can give you infinite life steal. Um, but you're either if you're like let's who would I, who would I buy blood soaked shroud on? It would only be like Anubis and. With Anubis, if I'm going, like, Lifesteal Boots, Bancroft's Typhons, I'm either healing to full off one ability, or I'm anti-healed and I'm dead. So the infinite Lifesteal stack doesn't really matter for him. Um, so I, I don't think that Blood Soaked is very good. Sacrificial Shroud, on the other hand, this is the one that I think is exciting. Uh, 100 power, 100 health, 20 physical protection, 15% Lifesteal, and your abilities deal 15% more, or maybe it's... Is it still 15? I'm reading the initial patch notes. I don't know if that got nerfed to 10 or if it's still 15. Um, it's 15. But they cost 5% of your maximum health. That's good. Um, mm -hmm. That is definitely good, but you still have to buy Vamp Shroud early on, and that doesn't feel that good to me. And, like, fitting a Bancrofts in your build right now feels basically impossible. Like, where do I ever fit Bancrofts in a build? Do, have, you, have you been experimenting with that at all, T? I think if you're going to go for that, like you're going to actually, you're going to start Vamp Shroud. First of all, I don't think it's like that bad. I just personally have had bad experiences with it. 
But if you're going to go that build, I think you can just go the Bancroft's Typhons build and it'd be fine. Like, I did it on PTS a while ago and, like, it didn't feel bad. Like, I, I had a new basalt with Typhons, Bancroft's, and the, what is it? The Sacrificial, Sacrificial Shroud. Shroud, yeah. Yep. Uh, and I was just, like, ulting, like, just playing ulting without using any other abilities. And I was just doing a disgusting amount of damage. Yep. Uh, and so I think it's, like, still viable. But the other items just kind of seem a little bit stronger and more consistent. And you have more sustain. And it's a little bit easier to farm. And that's just, like, too many positives, I think. Yeah. I think, like, if you're a jungler, like, I see Scream and Chatty making me laugh. Like, you see that 20 pros and, like, you go on the guy and you just deal, like, 20 less damage and auto attack. And you're just like, oh, my God, this guy's invincible. <laughs> so, like, I know from his point of view, like, he probably thinks that is really good. And I probably am underrating it a bit. But I do think you're kind of gimping yourself early game to build it. If you didn't go starter item, I actually think you could. It might be the best one, the Sacrificial Shroud, to build late game. Like 5% HP. Like In my opinion, you're either gone on and you're dead and you're out of position. Or you're probably full HP a lot of the times. There's a lot of the mages that seem strong right now for the fight. So that 5% HP or 15% HP, whatever you end up spending, it probably mm-hmm. doesn't feel that impactful. You probably just lifesteal it as soon as you get the ability to, right? So Yeah, you get 15% lifesteal. Um yeah, I guess you could maybe do, like, the Purple Boots Rush, because you would... No, you wouldn't get to red in time, would you? Well, you get the Pyro buff. I don't know. I'd have to test mm, if you get to know. red in time. I, I, if I had to guess, I wouldn't. Um, I don't want to grief my ADC at the start of the game. I haven't been willing to risk it yet. Well, I mean, they could just... <laughs> I mean, might as well do it now, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the I word. got an excuse. Um, Bear, yeah, I, I do want to... barely get go to ahead. speed in time, right? I think you could get to speed for sure with with the door and the pyro buff. I think you could uh, get to speed sure. easily, um, and maybe that would just have to be the start where you could yeah. go to speed. Soul lane or soul is blue. Um. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, all that kind of stuff. Uh Bear, I do, I do want to get you involved a little bit here. don't want to make you the spectator here on the, the Oh, I've podcast. just been waiting, but I think Bam Shroud, I don't know why it costs 850 It is expensive. And I feel like yeah, maybe you, you can use it on like an awkward solo laner or something, but I feel like the props are like kind of meh, and then the magical region feels kind of bad too. I, I have done in like RDO solo with Vamp Shroud, and that felt pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Sustain felt good. You've got blue buffs, so you're not noticing the lack of hard mana sustain mp5 uh but both the upgrades suck on rdo so that that doesn't feel so great yeah credit karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions and now they want to help you even more with a credit karma money spend account you can be rewarded for good money habits credit karma money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases just pay with your debit card and if you win You'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. 
Barrow, what about uh, what about magical ADCs? As we're kind of going down these, I guess so that we can get you involved mm-hmm. that way. Um, Soul, Kronos, Freya, are you going? I mean, you can still go Destal on those gods. You can go Ornate Arrow, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff that we were talking about last episode with Panda. But um, does Vampiric Shroud make its way into the duo lane on any gods, you think? I think it might have room in Fjord. It's one of those, like, maybe if you're against, like, one of those double fizz super aggro lanes, but I don't know if those are going to be that meta if uh you can't really invade level one and mm. i think that's the only time that i would think about buying it or if i was on like a scaling god that i know i can like get my purples and i just want to survive in the lane but even then i still think there's better like survivability items yeah um i do think sacrificial shrouds really good if you can get to that state of the game and have like one or two lifestyle items and purple boots but outside of that yeah, I think the other upgrade's like absolute garbage. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I don't know. Yeah, it does not seem like good. on paper it just looks really bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that for the most part, a lot of the same item but souped up upgrades have mm-hmm. fallen a little bit flat for me. It's almost always like the one B option that I've seen, like of things like sacrificial shroud that I guess I guess Archmage's gem is is really good, um, but I think gem of focus is also good. But we'll get there in a little bit. Uh, let's move on to Sands of Time. Eight hundred gold, thirty magical power, five MP five, ten percent CDR, and you get two MP five per ten percent of your missing mana. Um, I'm not going to ask you to defend this item, hurry, because I think it's pretty much indefensible right now. So instead, let's talk about when it would, how it could become good. What would need to change on this item for it to be better or uh, even better on certain gods than Conduit Gem? Uh, so the main thing, well, there's two big things, uh, in my opinion. Three, even. One is the price, so you get less pots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a pretty big deal. You get, like, way less pots. Uh, and, and then the other thing is, one, it's less clear by, like, a lot than Conduit, Conduit Gem. Um, and two is... The actual mana sustain is a lot worse because it's conditional. Like when you're low mana, you get your MP5, mm-hmm. whereas Conduit Gem is a flat. Conduit Gem is a flat amount. So it actually, I think you get a. From what I can tell, and just gut feeling, I haven't actually like really like gone through and like checked, but it seems like you get a lot less mana with um, Sands of Time. So you just feel like you're hovering at low mana like you did before the Mage's Blessing. Whereas Conduit Gem, I feel like I can actually like keep a healthy amount of mana for a long amount of time like you can stay out for full boots pretty reliably and like spend abilities like soloing mids or poking the other mid and it doesn't feel like mana is like an issue as long as you're semi paying attention to it and like i said you have more pots too so uh it just kind of loses on all fronts except for the cdr because it's not it's not the upgrades from what i can tell are are not better either than uh either of the gem upgrades too so it's kind of just impossible to uh justify yeah, I feel the I same way. You'd have to bring down the price. You'd have to like up the conditional mana, uh, and I think maybe it's an okay spot to change the upgrades as well. Like, up, I don't know why. Like, what is the alternate timeline? Is as bad as it is. I'm sure we'll get there, but yes, yeah, we will get the alternate timeline. We'll talk Pendulum of Ages real quick first. Ninety magical power, twenty MP five, ten percent CDR, and uh, this item grants four MP five per ten percent missing mana. And seven magical power per 10% available mana. So going this with Rod of Tahuti, you're basically full mana all the time with Rod. You would be full mana all the time with this as well. You get a good amount of magical power from it. You know, you're talking 150 plus from Pendulum of Ages. But when Archmage's Gem kind of just makes me do an extra 400 damage for my first ability, I'm kind of liking that a little bit more. Um, And then alternate timeline... 45 power, 45 protections, uh, 15 MP5, 10% CDR, and when you would die, instead, you resurrect 1.75 seconds later. Uh, I don't know if this number got changed again. I'm on the initial patch notes. It, this has uh, 25% health and mana. Um, only can occur once every 10 minutes. Uh feel like everyone initially was probably freaking out whenever, you know, mm-hmm. there's a very popular... Uh, effect in League of Legends. Guardian Angel is uh, a very high purchase rate item. Um, feels good in order to make it happen in uh, whatever it works, but once every 10 minutes is a long time. 
That feels that feels like a pretty long time for me. Uh, Barrow, we can start with you. What did you think alternate timeline was going to be broken when you first read about it or heard about it? And uh, and what are your thoughts on it now? I think it was OP until I saw the. Uh, this can only occur once every ten minutes. Once I got to that part of the item, I was like, okay, that's absolute trash. I think if it cut down to maybe five minutes, and you were playing like an AIDS character to die, like Afro or something along those lines, it'd be really good to buy it on that, because it's just, it's really hard to kill that character then. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, with it being a 10 minutes, there's really no reason to buy it currently, I think. And I was going to ask you guys, how does it work on a god like Persephone? Uh, I, you get alternate timeline first. And then Persephone passive, I believe is how it works. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's before everything. So like Capriol, like oh. if you're Capriol did, you would actually like go into alternate timeline and then you know, maybe the Capriol could like time out or something. Wait, so. that would be bro. It would be so annoying in comp against Kepri, like knowing that you yeah. got alternate timeline, then Kepri can just spam alt on you as you're rezzing if you're mm-hmm. not getting absolutely steamrolled in the fight. Um, I think it's the only way it's useful, honestly. Because yeah. if there's a tank on me and I'm resurrecting with that much HP as like almost every character in the game, like I probably need to like beads out of it to like not get CC'd in a lot of situations. Um, like for me to be able to like revive and return damage, it needs to be like a carry like inted to kill me or something, or like a jungler inted to kill me is probably like the most common situation that it might create frustration. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the only time that it feels it, it would probably be like super impactful with the with the effect is right now like despite the 10 minute timer which is clearly terrible uh <laughs> is uh like if you wait for it to get procced and then you shell them you know or if you mm-hmm. wait for it to get procced and then you capriol them and even then i feel like the way like fights go in smite you want to be like ahead not behind so you'd right. want to like shell the blink right away when the jungler goes in right you want to put them behind and put them put you don't want your carry to feel like they're in a desperate position you want them to feel like confident um so capriol maybe like maybe gives you another opportunity to like if you miss the shell or something or if you miss the geb shield or something when they're low hp like it, it has that potential and i suppose that's the fun of the item mm-hmm. but in the pts a couple times people built it just to mess around with it first of all you had to like slug through the game with that starter item that is worse <laughs> so that's rough yeah and then at the end of the day every time it was like everyone would just laugh because you just crouch down you know it's like old, it's like old Agus, but you remember yeah. you crouch down yeah. you'd stand up and you die instantly every time no i didn't see it get good value one time and i know it's like pts it's not like as coordinated people aren't like i'm sure if you end up getting it and it gets buffed in the future you'll kind of like plan and build around it a bit more but at the same time you don't see it Procked very often. You don't get a lot of practice right. with it. So I don't know. I feel like if we get to Worlds a year from now and that item gets buffed and it gets changed, uh, it could make for some like really hype plays as long as it gets like adjusted properly. But right now, it's just I don't even know what you do like with with it. Yeah, let me... if the proc rate is less. If it procked every fight, I swear it would be annoying. But it would it would not be impactful like ninety five times out of a hundred. I would bet. I think it. Maybe if you're against, like, a full dive comp and they have to use, like, multiple blinks slash ults to kill you, or it's one of those games where, like, it's, like, it's one of those fights where, like, as long as I stay alive, we'll win the fight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only argument to buy the item currently is in competitive. And that's in, like, a 1% situation where you might need it, I think. I just don't think you get much value out of it. I think it's also kind of weird to have magical protections on it because a lot of times you're getting dove by physicals, not magicals. Yeah. So I think maybe if it was like 60 and then like 30, like 60 physical prots and 30 magical prots or maybe more CDR and they didn't touch the um, 10 minute timer. But I think in its current state, it's you should never buy in like a casual game or like even a rank game. All right. I've broken the meta. I've figured out where this is for. Okay, this is a, I'm not I'm, I'm really not kidding by that much here. Wouldn't this be really OP on like right. Sobek solo? Like you start Sands of Time in solo lane, you're impossible to kill anyways, and then late game it just gives you free reign to hard int for plucks, like hard int for plucks. Because oh, by the time awesome. you plucked, it's better on tanks. Good point, dude. I mean, 
Dude, you know Rainian's way ahead of you. My like second rank game I played, Rainian was playing Ymir Solo Sands of Time, and I was like, "What is this guy doing?" You know he was building it for alternate timeline. And the thing is, if a tank is reviving in the middle of everyone, it actually requires attention, and he's yeah. actually kind of doing their job. Yeah. So you could just into you could do it on Kuzembo. You just int into the middle of their team, do as much damage as you can, and they're like, "Finally, we kill this guy after reflecting a bunch of damage," and you're. Get back up, ready to go again, round two, and you get way more value out of the percentage health like return, right? So yeah. maybe you got a point there. Although I don't like it because that yeah. is that is just not fun for anybody. No, it's for the guy. If you're reviving, solo, just like get heroes axe or sundering axe. Oh my right. god, bro! Sundering. Okay, wait. Uh, I was talking about this on my stream for the pre-podcast Twitch.tv/slash Agro. By the way, check if you have quick time. <laughs> um, sundering axe is the best item in the game, right? Like, yeah. It's the best item in the whole game. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. I, I don't know. Mm, it's it's, it's, re- it's got to be, man. No, okay. You you go, you go. I'll make my point later down the line. I've made enough points for now. I don't get why the starters cost 600, but then the mage stars are A50 and A100 that we've talked about so far. That's a good 250 point. gold difference at level one is kind of insane. That is a good point. And Sands of Time, I feel like, is a worse item than Warrior's Axe. And 200 gold more expensive. What about Watchers, man? You think Boots 2 at the start of the game with your starter <laughs> makes any sense? Yeah, I, like, I played a few games as, as Ganesh, and I was like, this costs 500? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, I feel like that should definitely go up, like, 200 gold at the very least. Um, I feel like there was just, like like a tower of like gold from like cheap to expensive and they just threw darts and they were like this is how much this one's gonna cost 850 vamp shroud all right that sounds good we're just gonna let it roll baby that's yeah. a support love thing or something surely. yeah support supports love getting buffed and hate getting nerfed more so than most OP roles, roll. say. op roll has been forever always will be um okay the other thing before we move on from alternate timeline it, if you could pick a number on the cooldown of this item where would it be good enough to buy but not frustrating obviously 10 minutes not good enough to buy uh Mm. i think my gut feeling is i think it'd be good enough but not frustrating at five minutes i think five Mm. would be my sweet spot um what do you guys think i would say five i would say five if it's OP at five and there's a lot of frustration at five, then maybe seven. Yeah, I was thinking six, but I think six might not be good enough. Um, mm. So that's why I put five. And also, selfishly, five, very easy number to add. On, you know, it's like everyone knows adding a number onto five. I can just look at the clock and I can say, okay, five minutes from now, six minutes. What if someone makes a math mistake? You know, that's what I'm saying. T, your thoughts? Yeah, five minutes is like every like three team fights. That's pretty rough. My, I've had. I want to say I've had. I played about thirty rank games or something. I've had, legitimately, I checked two games that have gone past thirty minutes. I know people are adjusting to the map. No way. To be a bit Only more two. Two. That two is games. Wild. Two games. Okay. I had one can't today. Be anything close to ten minutes in its current state for two. I'm telling you, at most time it doesn't do anything. It's Where not like yeah. Are the games good now, or are they still fiestas? Uh, they're getting better slowly, but even okay. with, like, I've had games with, like, eight, nine, maybe even ten good, mm-hmm. like, ten, like, Masters Plus players in a game. Uh, it's it's just really fast-paced is what it feels like to me right now. I've, gotten two, I've seen two enhanced Fire Giants, so I think wow. it has to be really low cooldown. Like, I think it needs to be up for every other fight. I think it needs to be, like, four minutes, mm-hmm. honestly. M- maybe, like, three and a half. I think it should be up like every uh, like every other beads timer or something, I, I suppose, which I guess would be around four minutes, right? I mean, yeah. I guess it is close to five. But. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Uh, Bear, I will say I played my first ranked games. If you've played no ranked games so far, uh, it is still going to be – it will forever be a fiesta on your first few ranked games yeah. because you're 1,500 MMR. You're not moving from there. Shout-outs to my uh, benevolent Alquang jungle uh, in the first game. <laughs> that comes online late, baby. It didn't. That game went 50 minutes. And it, it did not come online. Okay. Believe it or not. Right. I, I was holding out hope for the same thing. Um, all right. On the Conduit Gem, the item that you're going to see in 99% of your games right now, 
30 magical power, 15 MP5. Every second you gain a stack, at, whenever you hit an ability, it removes that stack and does true, two true damage for all stacks. It can get up to 20. Um, true damage, baby. Yeah, true damage, good. Conduit gem, good. Um, is there... Is this effect just going to be too valuable? Like, getting one burst of damage on your clear, can something like 10% CDR even ever compete in a game that is so fast-paced right now and so dependent on clear? That's kind of my question. Like, this would, in my mind, you would have to, like, either reduce the amount of time that you get stacks really nerf the magical power and then leave it up to the stacks to to do your clearing for you um obviously the mp5 is a little bit too high but i think like in general if pressure is what matters and this gives you the most pressure then it's still always going to be considered one of the best right uh that that's just kind of my initial impression there seems to be a very lengthy point in the early game where conduit gem is making the difference between a whole extra ability on the wave mm-hmm. uh it's 40 extra damage on the wave so that's gonna be a long time and if i have to spend even three more waves spending one extra ability on the wave i'm already feeling pretty bad about it and i'm pretty sure that number is more like six or seven um i'm not exactly sure on that number this is once again just like gut feeling mm-hmm. but that is just too important like if i have to wait around and agni to the wave a second time versus it's already cleared that's just too big of a deal at least in the pace of the game right now mm-hmm. and no no one wants to play slow and ranked at least right like oh, no. you want to be ahead okay no one's playing not very many people want to play to be behind so if you're playing to be ahead and you want to be in the favorable position earlier in the game it's really hard to justify not taking the like 40 damage proc and to be fair it's more than 40 right because you get 40 and then it's stacking maybe between your second ability so you might get like 10 more or something damage on the wave so it ends up being probably more like 50 on the wave which Mm -hmm. is a lot of damage especially like early game yeah it seems it seems really good um bera this uh, being the best one for mid lane do you think that have i mean on magical adcs a lot of them they kind of need that early attack speed or boxing power this doesn't really give you any of those but does it clear so much better that you would consider taking it for certain gods i would honestly try this on soul because mm. i feel like the mp5 is so good that it can gap the like lifesteal or sustain that you'd be missing from other items and if you want like uh tying trigger one you have health sustain and mana sustain so, and your twos would chunk with that early game. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be good. I'm not sure if it'd be better, per se, but I think it'd be good. I don't think I would go it on, like, Kronos or Freya. Or definitely not Olo, I would say. But, Soul, uh, I was yeah. thinking about Soul the other day, Barra. Like, of the gods that get affected by the global anti-heal changes, I think Soul really gets hurt by it more than mm-hmm. most. Like, not being able to one on your purple or something like that and, like, get good sustain while you're clearing, uh, I think really hurts that god. I think she's not unplayable, but significantly worse from Season 7, where she already wasn't that good, if I yeah, was going to say, significantly worse from, like, never being picked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's already kind of rough. Um, yeah, I think I have to try a few builds with her to see if I could, but... Depends on the ADC meta, how aggressive it is for her capability of being played, I think. I'd be very interested in your findings on those soul experiments. Okay, going on to the uh, the Conduit Gem upgrades, Archmage's Gem and Gem of Focus. Archmage is very much just like the base Conduit Gem, except for uh, it has 100 magical power, 25 MP5, and instead of gaining uh, flat true damage on uh, stack removal, you gain 2.5% of your magical power uh and that, again, stacks up to 20 times. So you can get an extra, what, 50% scaling on your abilities, which is obviously very good. That is up against Gem of Focus, which is 90 power, 150 health. And every time you cast an ability that costs mana, which is relevant for, like, Agni Bombs, uh, you get a stack, w- which can go up to three times, of 3% movement speed, 3% damage increase, and 2% damage taken reduction. So 9% movement speed, 9% damage increase, and 6% less damage I think the gem of focus, people in chat are talking about how it's bugged right now. We're just talking, we're saying in a, in a world where it's 
working as correct. Um, I think Gem of Folk, as good as Arc Mage's Gem is, it's obviously insane. I think Gem of Focus can compete on gods like Merlin uh, that are tossing out multiple abilities in a team fight multiple times, usually with pretty high CDR, can keep that stack up uh, for the whole fight. What do you think, T? Are you an Archmage's only kind of guy, or are you getting swayed to the Gem of Focus? Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit. I, I'm a, I'm convinced that, like, Merlin, uh, for example, I can't really think of anyone else, like, really off the top of my head, unless it was, like, bugged and proccing on stance switches or something like that, that it would be um, better than Archmage and most other people. I mean, Archmage, Gem, the proc, uh, especially late game, if you have fire, you have red buff, you know, you're a character like Solo that has really high... Mm-hmm. Uh, just base magical power because we're passive um and even gods without just the proc alone puts you so far ahead in the team fight that it's hard for me to justify not going that item because sometimes in a fight late game people are playing careful you might get like one proc like you might hit like one ability i mean like every like few seconds right and in that case archmage gem is getting like way more value in my opinion like how many stacks of extra percent magical power need to be applied to the abilities that are hit later in the fight for it to do more than like 50 600 700 damage that archmage damage will do in the fight i feel like it's a lot it it depends on the character but obviously it's gem focus is doing other things too right it's giving you a movement speed and whatnot so right and has different stats on it too so that's obviously part of it as well yeah someone in chat says chonga that's definitely one that i think would be really good with gem focus um though Man, blink ulting of an ADC yeah, with a, with say. full archmages, that seems pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's like eleven hundred something late yeah. game. I don't know. Barry, what on your theoretical soul build, uh what what are you going here? I think there is no reason to not buy Archmages. Um I think unless you really, really need the movement speed, which I don't know on any characters that you would, uh, I think Archmages is just easily better than gem of focus i don't think the damage taken or damage taken reduction is enough i think if that was slightly higher um but i don't think you'll really be feeling that and i think um as hurry was saying like getting an opening ability that pokes that hard is huge in team fights and will always yeah. be huge in team fights like if you get a tank or if you get a carry like especially with like a silo two or like a janice tier or like a janice ult any like poking ability or like all in ability i just i don't think there's any reason to not buy archmages yeah I, i'm thinking maybe like the gods that want to abuse movement speed like Giannis, you're always going archmages gem because you only have two damaging abilities and you want to one shot with them mm-hmm. uh maybe i played poseidon and i got archmages gem earlier today maybe gem of focus was would be better for the movement speed um he's kind of like brawly so yeah. it might be good for, like, the damage increase and damage uh, reduction. Poseidon is a Poseidon. good character where I wish Conduit Gem wasn't just better because I feel like he would synergize a lot better with, like, the effects, assuming they were stronger of some of the other items, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Vamp Because either one really fits him very well, I don't think. Like, yeah. Your Whirlpool proccing the Archmage, like, just doesn't seem like it feels very good to me. I mean, it's not bad, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah, maybe something like, honestly, Poseidon getting in there, cracking frontliners, getting an alternate timeline increase, like, proc. Now you're zooming as soon as you get out of there. Maybe that's something that he could see uh, once. Assuming, you know, alternate timeline gets to be in a, in a stronger spot. Um, those are the, the default ones, but I did want to ask you, I saw Ven playing a lot of Mannequin Scepter mid laners, uh, including Poseidon. Wasn't as much of a fan of that one, but... Uh, <laughs> I loved the the mannequins Morrigan that I saw him playing. Are there gods besides Morrigan? First of all, do you agree that mannequins on Morrigan is something that's viable at a high level? And do you think there are any other mid laners that mannequins uh, might be the call on? Uh, I don't think mannequins uh, should be built on uh, <laughs> Morrigan. <laughs> Dude, it's good. Uh, it's OP. You, I think you could. I think jungle. you could. I think you could like cheese a game with it, maybe. Uh, mannequins definitely can be built on characters that uh, honestly kind of says a lot more about the strength of the item right now, I think, than it does about like the item itself. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing like an, an auto tech based character, I think you're more looking towards like Soul Kronos, yeah. uh, maybe Oleron, uh, probably Oleron actually. Um, just because the item 
like I think all the strong starter items right now, it has a good start starter like item version and it has good upgrades as well. Like mannequin kinda like sets out to do what its job is, even in the late game, like you're you're doing like one point five times the amount of your auto damage to like Fire Giant, for example, with it. And that's kinda like I don't know. It's kind of accomplishing what you were meant to do with the item, which is get ahead. Mm-hmm. And it's helping you do that more by the time you get to late game. And I think characters like Solar Kronos, characters that already shred objectives when they have that item, uh, or Olaron is just really crazy. Uh, so yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I would probably recommend just going that item right now on those characters if you're going to be playing them in mid. And I think it kind of makes them a little bit stronger. It helps you close out games. It helps you split push as well. Um, if you're that kind of player, which hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully you're not going to be giving you guys any advice or stuff like that. But I've seen some, I have already seen, you know, without being able to provide any clips, some pretty crazy stuff with those characters and mannequin scepter, just mm-hmm. destroying Phoenixes. I don't want to see an upgraded, uh, FG enhanced FG Kronos just oh. running over to my Phoenix with upgraded mannequin scepter and killing it. And actually like four autos, like I just don't want to be seeing that, but it's possible. I'm pretty sure right now. So yeah, that is not what you're, that is not what you're looking for. Um, what was I going? I was going to ask something and now I forget. Um, all right, well, we'll just move on from whatever my fake question was to my real question. Uh, mid lane, Obviously very strong. You and I were talking about this before uh, before the podcast uh, earlier on today and, and in the past as well. Mid feels like in ranked, really, really good. One of the most impactful roles right now. For, tho- for those mid lane mains who, who want to start climbing early in Season 8, what, uh, what gods and what strategies would you advise to, uh, to do that with? And I'm also going to be taking notes. It's totally unrelated. Yeah, I would just play characters. Yeah, we didn't talk about like exact build path very much, but mm-hmm. the pretty common build path right now is Rod, or like you go Lost Artifact Conduit Gem, you go Cooldown Boots into Rod to Hootie Rush into Deso. Some people go Deso first, kind of depends on what you want to do. I prefer Rod because you get more mana sustain. Um, and I think characters that are strong with that build are going to be characters that are really strong right now. Merlin was buffed with his fire stance right now. It's a lot more reliable. You stack up the dot faster. So that character, in my opinion, is really good because he's also very good with Rod. He's also very good with Deso. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thoth is good with that. I think Janice, I don't exactly know what build you go on Janice right now. I think you could probably build a lot of things and it's fine. I think Janice is a very strong ranked character in general as long as you're comfortable with him. Uh, and he's obviously a more consistent character now, so I don't mind recommending him. Uh, Persephone is still very good. Um, we'll see, you know, if she ends up getting changed, like they said. But right for right now, she's still extremely strong. And then I think if you want to play the healers, you can probably play them right now until people start building anti-heal, which mm. they're not. Uh, so I think all those characters are still good. I've definitely missed some characters. I think some people I saw then doing some pretty crazy stuff with Desoprox on Raijun. Um, yeah. And Nuwa, actually, as well, I think, is exceptionally oh, strong. Dear. Yeah. is exceptionally strong with you know i made a like a tweet earlier with a really low quality gift so don't look, go look at it but <laughs> the with Archmage gem soul gem uh and potentially like a rod passive uh you're just doing an unbelievable amount of damage i i personally once you get late game i just agus it every time because yeah. you're out of the fight i mean it does it does 60 70 of your health i'm pretty sure it can do more than that if you've got 3k pot red buff upgrade fg you might be able to one shot somebody i'm not sure uh you can test it maybe Dude, and let us know be but fun that character is definitely stronger especially with the items that are strong right now as well yeah i was gonna ask you about raijin because he got he got buffed coming into this season i haven't seen anybody talking about him but he feels he feels good like i uh, i played a couple games with him he feels really really good right now and he feels that he does the same things i mean he uses rod really well uses deso pretty well the the guy who you would think would be doing right well right now because he uses rod better than anybody except for maybe nuwa and he uses deso really well as zeus but i think zeus is complete dog water he's horrible he's too the the lane sucks right now from it as well like if you were used to the safety before you are much easier to gank and a character like zeus that has to kind of like play up and like auto attack to clear uh is gonna struggle with getting ganked right now i think so that's one thing like anubis as well kind of has the same problem you mentioned a bit, bit before but uh safe clear is probably more valuable now than it used to be too so zeus unfortunately uh easy to gank uh and Dude. unfortunately, I grew. Feels bad. Trash. He's so <laughs> bad. Reason. He's so bad. 
Okay, with mid lane opening back up, does that open hunters in mid lane back up? Probably. I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I think as well, if it wasn't already an idea, you know, it should pop up in most people's heads. You know, uh, pro play won't be in for a while, but I don't feel bad saying it all right now. Uh, Cowl kind of opens up with its upgrades, double hunter a bit more, I think. Mm -hmm. Just double backline auto attackers, you know, maybe doesn't have to be two hunters. Uh, but I think with that item, especially, and some of the aura stuff going on, um, you could definitely see hunters. I mean, hunters are obviously like a, a few of the picks people play in mid a lot safer than uh, some of the mages too. Uh, and I think their build path is also pretty strong right now with some variability. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see hunter mids returning. I've already tried them a bit, and they seem pretty strong to me. So. Yeah, I was a little worried because the whole reason like they split up the mid harpies and built the wall on gold for your side was so like pressure mids would fall off and then in this season i feel like they just kind of opened it back up for hunters so i'm a little worried about that meta because it's a little i would say like lame but it feels i don't say cheesy either but it just feels bad i guess yeah i, I don't like hunters in mid i think I it's mean, just a lame meta Something like, I mean, he's a little bit higher risk, but with how much farm mid laners are getting right now, being able to go like bluestone AMC in mid and just, mm -hmm. if you get ahead on that character, you probably just absolutely pound and then your hunter goes cowl so that you can get the attack speed aura later on. Seems, seems pretty good to me. Yeah. Agreed. One thing about mannequin as well, people are going in, you just one shot buffs too. I, yeah. I killed red buff and like four autos is high and it's level one, like by myself. Oh. Sticking yeah. for 44 on the ball. <laughs> it's more than my autos do. So uh, that kind of leads to snowball, I think, a little bit too. Uh, so you can build bluestone. I'm going to one shot my buff okay. and your buff potentially as well. Uh, yeah, with but. My well, you have flat damage reduction, so my bees aren't. And my upgrades aren't you, trash like bluestone as well. Okay, no, no, don't be telling people to go bluestone, dude. AMC with corrupted bluestones stealing attack okay. speed—that's good. Sure, sure, it could be okay. Sure, you guys try it out. Get back to me in aggro and just let us know how it goes. Okay, just give me like a three-level lead. By. Just give me like True. a three-level lead, and I like my odds. Okay, that's all I'm saying. A three mm, levels. That's all. That's all I need. Um, and it can steal your attack speed level one, but that's fine. Yeah, I guess that's true. Anyways, uh, last question before we get into the random question that I, because really I'm just trying to buy time. And I also actually don't know this because I was talking about it on my stream again, twitch.tv slash aggro. Um, if you do need anti-heal with the common build path being conduit gem, lost artifact, cooldown boots, route to hootie, deso, and then you kind of want like soul reaver in that slot. If you, in a game where you need divine, where, where do you build it? Is it, do you just have to skip deso or what? yeah <laughs> you do feels I mean, bad at, man by three items if you don't have divine i feel like you've kind of missed the boat with getting like the value out of that item i mean if you have to build lake game like i've done it before uh but if you really do truly need divine you will be seeing everyone by the time you build three items mm -hmm. uh and so at that point is when you're getting the most value out of the item and in my opinion it's kind of convenient that deso is kind of core right now uh for building divine at least that's what i typically say uh, because you can just easily trade it out. It's another flat pen item. Mm -hmm. It does feel particularly bad with Divine just saying 30% now instead of 40%, and with Deso just being such a fun item with the way you know it's working right now. You know, I had a fight. I just got to say this, okay? I had a fight. I Janice ulted at the start of the fight. We killed four people, and I Janice ulted again to chase the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that is just like too fun. Okay. Yeah. But you have to kill people to get the Deso yeah. proc. So if you're not going to be killing them without the Divine, you know, just go it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right now we're getting away with it, but I'm telling you, fellow mid laners, you will not get away with it forever. Right now <laughs> it's, sad, you have the excuse, but I'm telling you, I'm already hearing the murmurs of, you know, where's our anti Oh, that's <laughs> worse. Uh, and, you know, that will weigh on your mental. So you will have to eventually start getting used to buying it, especially like people are going Soul Eater and stuff, like things that weren't going before, because there's always anti heal. Uh, I think we're going to have to just see like a shift in balance people building it again once they've had their fun. So we'll see though. Yeah, that's definitely something we're going to be looking at, I'm sure. Um, also, before the random question, someone in my chat at twitch.tv slash aggro told me to ask Curry about his ice cream date with with Nika. Sure, I said I'd uh, take his uh, sweet behind uh, to the ice cream store <laughs> later. You know, I know he's going to be available, so I'm going right. to be picking him up. So. Uh -huh. 
I'll, I'll see him there. I don't know what, uh, I don't want to get anyone demonetized here. So, uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate the, uh, the thought. What, what kind of ice cream are you going to get though? That's, that's important here. Uh, usually what I do is I'll let them go first and I'll kind of mm. gauge, you know, what kind of person they are up theirs. Mm. Uh, and that way, like I can, well, yeah, I don't want to give away all my secrets, but, uh, okay. you know, Okay, let's anyway. say you're going by yourself to get ice cream tea. What kind of ice cream? Okay, you thank you. That yeah. helps me decide. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm like an Oreo kind of guy. I like getting like Oreos and stuff, or like peanut butter. I don't like getting like double. A lot of people like a bunch of fudge and a bunch of chocolate all together. I think it's a little too much. I too like, much. You know, I like doing some other stuff, even some butterscotch or something thrown in there i don't know oh my. well if you're gonna go to if andy's I, if i'm feeling it i don't know if you're gonna go to andy's uh the frozen custard place that's by the by the studio uh that's my favorite spot to get ice cream here they've got these like they're kind of like dairy queen blizzards they call them concretes uh and i go vanilla caramel and pretzel chunks that's that's what i go with a little bit of a little bit of sweet and salty it's perfect we almost made it through the whole podcast without a bad take, but here yeah, we are. I do not what? agree with that. Wait, there is no way you guys think caramel pretzel vanilla is a bad flavor. You I... can have anything. This wasn't anything. like a, your limited options. Nope. Like, nope. Who would you rather run over with the train? Okay, no one's forcing <laughs> you to say what you just said, uh-huh. which is what's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad take. Why would you want that? <laughs> like, okay, there is like salted ice cream or whatever, but this is like, you want a chunk of pretzel in your ice yes, cream. Yes, that's exactly, that's literally exactly what I want. Not even kidding, exactly what I want. I agree, it's, like, peanuts makes more sense to me. Like, crunchy, it's saltier than peanuts. Pretzels and ice cream is delicious, dude. It's delicious. I don't want a cherry in my in my ice cream, okay? Me Let alone pretzels. Okay, man. I don't understand how those two are similar at all. All right, that brings us to our random question of the day. I didn't know what to ask, but now I do. You're going to one of those like candy shops, right? The ones that have like a bunch of fudge and ice cream and like chocolate covered Oreos, lollipops, sure, all that kind of stuff. The whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> what are you getting inside that uh, inside that candy shop? What are the, what are your favorite things that that you could go for there? Bear, let's start with you. You're gonna go off first. Yeah, I've been listening to bad takes about ice cream. Uh anything sour anything to rot and ruin my teeth um okay i don't think i'd get like chocolate or like other candies besides you're not a fudge guy not really i have to be like craving it you know i love fudge i have to see it and be like oh my gosh i really want some fudge but i'm not really in that mood a lot like i'd rather like cause harm to myself by eating (laughs) sour stuff than like eat a big block of fudge (laughs) Well, in some ways, you would cause harm to yourself by eating the fudge. Don't don't sell yourself <laughs> short. You know that's not exactly uh, something it's great. Just a, it's like a slow pain, you know. Yeah, like it just kind of sits there on you. Also, I didn't want to interrupt them about. Okay, yeah, never no, mind. No, no, no. I don't want to. Don't yeah. please. The floor is yours, John. Go ahead. Okay, well then your pretzel ice cream take was just one of the worst takes you've ever had, <laughs> and I do not think that you should ever put pretzels in ice cream. And I just think that is an awful take, and I'm sorry, but that is just what it is. I didn't want to interrupt you guys because you were like, you know, battling back and forth. But that is a very bad take. And okay. don't try to defend yourself. You're, I'm right. You're wrong. That's uh, I'm. You'll already get the your fastest. one yeah. guy or your two guys that are sympathizing with you in the comments. I will be downvoting you. If you <laughs> I will be finding you, and I will be downvoting you. Okay. You're just you're just trying to get brownie points, okay? He's not gonna. Well, he might. I'll read it. He'll probably remember your name, but but he's not gonna like you that much more. Maybe one or two percent, and you're gonna be downvoted. So no one's even gonna see what you said. It is just so. It's so crazy to me that you guys are so willing to be so wrong on this topic. And you know what? I'm proud of you guys. You know, be yourselves. Thank you. Even when you're just embarrassing yourselves. Uh, Shameless and bold. Okay, I'll try it. Okay. It's. Barry, it's delicious. You're going to love it. Um, Wait. Yeah. Sorry. When you say pretzels, do you mean like pretzel sticks or like pretzel pieces, like a normal like pretzel? Uh, They, I think that um, at this place, it's like little, it's like the little, I guess they're kind of whole pretzels, like the small versions though, like the small little mini version pretzels. Um, But like pretzel, (laughs) like pieces of pretzel stick is very common when you're putting them in ice cream, Um, like breaking up a pretzel stick and putting them in there that way. That's very good. I can definitely get down with that. I was just you know that, like a giant stick. Sorry. N- uh, no. I'm pretty sure, Agro, 
in the last horror movie I watched, they fed that to the kid at the bottom of the well. <laughs> Man, I thought I didn't sign away my rights for that movie, but I guess they'll be hearing from my lawyers. Uh, all right, T, you're going into the, the big candy shop. I picture these are the beach. They're very common in like the Outer Banks, which is where I vacationed a lot as a kid. Um, what, what are you getting? Are you a fudge guy? Are you a candy guy? What, what are you going for? Yeah, uh, I would. I think I would go like, um, just yeah, something like sour or sweet. Like uh, I like stuff that has like a like a sweet like filling or something. It's like sour on the outside, and there's like a sweet filling or something. Like hmm. just whatever you looking at it, and you're thinking like, that's my day's worth of calories, like in a <laughs> bag, and you just don't care because it looks so good. And who cares, you know? Yeah, something like that. You know, it did remind me of, by the way, do either of you guys like raw? It's like, what is it? Like rock crystal candy? What is I forget what it's called. You know what I'm I talking about? I used to like it when I was a kid. At amusement parks? No. That stuff is terrible. I just got to say that. I, I don't it's know terrible. if there's a spokesperson for it. I'm willing to be. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's terrible. terrible. It's so Sometimes bad. it doesn't taste that bad, but overall, I agree. It's mm. like a C tier, maybe D tier, C minus. Nothing, nothing I want to do. Because the parents aren't going to eat it, okay? And the right. kids look at it and it looks good, yeah. okay? It does look and good. it's cheap. Yep. And so it's just a scam, right? Because they, mm -hmm. the, you get the kids to buy it. The parents sure as hell aren't going to eat it, okay? And the kids are stuck with it. And what are they going to do? They're not the ones paying. They're, I mean, uh, they're going to have to get it. If you want pure sugar, cotton candy is the way to go. You know what I mean? Cotton candy, good. Pretty good. Yeah, cotton candy is okay. It's I, fine. I like cotton candy. It, it, sometimes there's not like much flavor. You're just like, yeah. Chewing through nothing. Yeah, but it's like you put it in your mouth and it melts away, and that's fun. You know, the what I mean? eating experience of con candy is <laughs> yeah, fun, right? That is fun. I went to a restaurant one time that, as a as a dessert, um, they had cotton candy with pop rocks in it, so it would dissolve away, and then the pop rocks would activate, and it was pretty wild. It was pretty that's cool. Kind of cool. Um, if I'm going in there, get ready to get ready to roast me oh, again. No. If I'm going in there, first of all, I'm getting some fudge. You know I am. Milk chocolate's my favorite. I'm just going milk chocolate fudge. <laughs> but my favorite thing that's covered in chocolate, the best thing that you can put underneath chocolate is a pretzel. Chocolate-covered pretzels are a flawless treat. Flawless. They're so good. It's got everything you want, man. It's got everything you could ever need all built in right there. It's crunchy. It's salty. It's sweet. I love pretzels. I love them. And I'm sick of pretzel slander. I saw someone in chat earlier say pretzels in general are just bad. That's an ice cold take. Pretzels are delicious. They're phenomenal. I wouldn't say it's like the best snack ever. No, they're worse I mean, than they're potato good. chips. They're worse than potato chips. But they're yeah, you buy them. If you're buying a pretzel, right? You're yeah. not like, I'm getting what I want to eat. Unless you're like... I am. Are you kidding me, man? I'm There's little sourdough nubs. Normal people, okay? You know those little, like, like, if you're trying to be, I'm saying you're trying to be sourdough pretzels. You're trying to be healthy. Like, it's not, it's not the, bird, the one thing you'd pick, okay? There's people they out there that, that are like, if you could pick anything, like, it doesn't matter, like, how bad it is for you, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm not picking pretzels. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, you wouldn't pick pretzels. So why, why, if it's not what you would pick, would you put it with your fudge surely there's something else if you could pick no anything. it's no because it is better is it, it is literally better it's literally better than anything else like i mean isn't this is just a variation of the take from the last time i was yeah. on when you what was it take fives or something yeah. i'm sure i've been discontinued <laughs> because nobody wanted them okay no they're still there there was there was an, i a, saw them in the a, store yesterday there was a carbon copy of you okay somewhere <laughs> in the world that thought it was a good idea that had too much money and too much power and that's what they decided to do and I'm sure that no one buys them, and I'm sure it's a huge conspiracy. Those have been sitting on the shelves for years. No one is buying them, okay? It's only you, but they keep them there for that guy's ego and to make you feel validated, <laughs> in your opinion. And the truth is, wow. Echo, it's not good, and nobody likes them, okay? Maybe one guy. There's probably one guy, like I said, like the guy that I'm going to have to downvote in YouTube comments that says they like them. You don't, and you don't, or you don't exist. Well, one, you know what? Your aggro's alt account. You know who That's the person the that, you're, that, that everyone's going to have to answer to is? Good Sam, Sam for soccer is a pretzel fan, and he's there right there with me. He's agreeing with me. Chocolate-covered pretzels are goaded, and that's how we're going to end the show. Thanks, that's a contrarian. Yeah, no, Sam's just smarter than everyone else, and that's the end of that. <laughs>
thanks everyone for listening and watching. Uh, make sure you guys are following along with the prediction uh, channel. They're doing great stuff with a bunch of different esports, so make sure you're tuning in. I guess uh, I guess we're gonna do jungle or support next time, Barra. Who, which one do you want to do next, jungle or support? Uh, we'll say. Uh, wait. Do you know who you're getting yet? No clue. I never know until like T. What time did I message you today? Like 1 p.m. <laughs> I just assumed it's because I was one of the last options, but yeah, it was like you were the first day. person I messaged, and I mean that sincerely. Though after getting dunked on by you at the end of the show, I wish I would have gone with someone different. They're both like. At least the you're biggest... being honest now. <laughs> you guys gotta like hash this out afterwards, man. There's some tension here. Listen, man. Hey, it's typical yeah. between us. Okay, like it's nothing new. Just two Alpha Janus players trying to to battle for a position. You know, nothing nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. What you were saying, Barry? You want to do support next? Uh, yeah, I think support. I think we'd have to get a really big brain jungler to uh, you know. Yeah, I'll see when Scream is. I'll see when Scream is available. Yeah, Scream is definitely the one I'm thinking instantly. That's uh, that's one to watch out (laughs) for. Though next Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, I plan on um, being unavailable to do the podcast that night. So we're gonna we're gonna have to move that one a little bit. Barra, is that okay with you? You seemed a little upset. That's fine. I didn't know where that was going. (laughs) Fair enough. Thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you give us a rating, all that kind of stuff. We'll see you next time here on the Backliners. Wait, was I supposed to? Yes, you're supposed to. <laughs> you didn't hand it off. You thought you were going to keep going. I, I you complain you. when I call for it, and now you complain when I don't, man. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm still sitting here, guys. Like, can you get this done or what? I got places to be. I was waiting for the... Barra, for do the, the thing. Bye. <laughs> Good God, man. I can't see you. (laughs) Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.